Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief and Dodger fans. Don't worry. Cody Bellinger found a stance that he likes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And I am the uh, Champ, and looks like the long game is already paying off for the dudes and the ducks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, boy, they hit right away. It's always nice when you hit right away, isn't it? Well, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever in the Fab Rounds have ever tried to pick up um, American League players and hope for, as we'll talk about later in the podcast, hope for that Hail Mary. But, man, it, it did happen quick. And I guess I was really shocked by the fact that for some reason I forgot about Minaya. And mm. um, I was talking to my wife yesterday. I'm like, yeah, he's going to go 20 30 bucks. And then this morning when I was doing a Fab review, I'm like, damn, Casey got him already. And he got him late. Yeah. So we all had plenty of opportunities yeah with those american league guys there's always it doesn't happen a lot but when there's some that are slam dunks like machado when he got traded mustaka signed that one-year deal with the royals you know he was going to get traded is castellanos was going to get traded so and and but way back when when bob took uh carlos beltran i mean you just knew those guys were going to get dealt you you just take a risk of where they're going to get dealt and when but um yeah, that, it's, it's, it's like an early Christmas when something like that happens. <laughs> well, it, and it's nice. It's nice because if this happens um, at the All-Star break or right before the trading deadline, you're only getting two months of that particular player. Yeah. Now the dudes and the Ducks are getting a whole year's worth of Kimbrel and Anaya's um, stats. So, so good for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they took the risk. It's a nice reward. Yeah. yeah. So um, – Bellinger. What's going on with Bellinger? Yeah, he, the 15 he, strikeouts and 18 at bats. Yeah, he found a stance. Yeah. Okay. He, he, I think he has a different stance every time he comes to the plate up until two days ago. So I watched him. Why? I watched him against the A's, and he had two at bats. I don't think he touched the baseball. It Man, looked bad. Uh, are you worried? It's my greatest fear. Okay. Yeah, it's All not right, death. Right. It's Bellinger actually stinks. That's that's my greatest mm-hmm. fear. Yeah. Hey, 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 Chief, how about this for, for an awkward lead into our guest in terms of greatest fears? Um, would <laughs> your greatest fear be Craig Kimbrell coming onto a staff where you would have Blake Trinan? <laughs> and, and, and with that, let's bring in the owner of the Bearcats, Tom Freeze. Tom, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Thank you. So um, what did you think when you heard about the um, Kimbrell trade and Blake Trinan, I, I guess, will be probably a setup man now? Yeah, well, I had no thoughts that Trinan lasted the whole year as the closer. I would okay. hope for uh, a couple months and get a few saves out of him. Uh, so, yeah, it was it happened a little bit quicker than I was uh, hoping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and, and I think – the fact that you had retained both Trinan and Gibbons for 25 cents, which both were a little bit long shots, I'm guessing that's why you probably spent $2.15 on Kenley Jansen, knowing that they probably weren't long-term um, holds. Yeah, th- it was a gamble. Um, inexpensive, relatively. And, uh, you know, the upside was okay. I, I think at least for Trinan, the upside might have been okay. Gibbons sure. was I don't even know what's happening there. I tried to figure out what, what they were doing, and I, I still don't know. <laughs> I don't so, think uh, they know. And, uh, yeah, and I thought uh, 
um, Jensen might fit in well with Atlanta. We'll see. Yeah. I think he's more than I want to pay for a, a few saves, but, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know if I was desperate at the time, but it just seemed like the right fit at the time. I, I always believe in the draft that no matter what kind of price value I set for closers, they always go for more. It, it's, it's, it's inevitable. And then when you saw, go ahead. Then at the end, if there are any available, you've really got to pay for them. So, yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, Chief, sorry about that. I kind of took some of your uh, your hosting responsibility. No, no, I'll you're turn good. It back over to you. Yeah, I have to I have to float you some some of my funds, the, the earnings. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, Tom, I did want to bring that up. So you're kind of in a precarious situation with the relievers, although. Precarious situation and relievers are kind of synonymous. Uh, so you got Jansen, but they also have Will Smith. But Jansen's probably the more effective. And it, I mean, who knows what Kimbrel? I mean, the White Sox are a good team with with uh, with aspirations to get to the World Series. You just don't dump closers for no reason. It, you know what I mean? So, um, I, do you feel like Jansen w- will get you thirty saves? No, I don't. I don't know that I was hoping for that. I was hoping in for the twenties. My shot at saves was middle of the road. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm... I did. Yeah. And I don't know that that was money well spent. It feels good to be leading because it's not a category that's gonna move too much once you once you get established. Well, that's but, probably uh, my true. Yeah. This yeah. year. Hence, my two retainees uh, was uh, just try to get middle of the road and get some points. Okay. So, uh, talking on a more broader scale with your team, uh, what are your thoughts of your team? Well, typically, I didn't get any outfielders. Um, it happens every year, and I just can't fix it. I don't know whether some block in my head. Um, <laughs> I know it's a problem. And I go in with the goal of sitting on outfielders, and the end of the draft, I don't have it. So it happened again. So that's very upsetting. Uh, I like what I did with the infield. I took some chances, but I, there, there's some upside there, I believe. Um, I like my starting pitching. Uh, I actually accomplished basically what I was after this year. Maybe not the names themselves, but the concept. Uh, starting pitching, that is. Yeah. And then um, cross my fingers and maybe get lucky with a, a finding a closer or who knows. Okay. Uh, what are what's your greatest fear about your team? Um. <laughs> That my starting pitching will implode because you it's very, very, very hard to recover from that. Yeah. You can sometimes catch up on um, on, a, on an offensive category if guys start playing differently. Uh, but once you get a horrible ERA or a horrible ratio, you don't move. And that's my fear. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I'm looking at your starting pitching with Snell, Discofini, uh, Cobb, oh, Eflin, and Lauer. Uh, wh- what are your thoughts about Eflin? I, I, I think he might have a, a decent year this year. What are your thoughts on him? 
yeah, I kind of like the numbers that I saw on a limited scale last year. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's a five-inning pitcher, so I don't know if I'll get any any wins out of him. Um, and I don't honestly know whether I'll keep him active. I'm just It was kind of a let's see what he looks like and, and, and judge him as the season goes on. But I can always decide that, I, no, I don't really want him active and, and move him down and put somebody else in there. Yeah, I feel like a guy like Eflin needs to kind of do something this year. I mean, they added to their offense. Uh, he should be able to pitch five innings, and he, and he could win those games where the Phillies hit the ball early, and you know they're up six sure. two, and he right, you know he he gets the win as long as the back end doesn't blow it. Um, but yeah, I think he's in a year where he needs to kind of perform now. Yeah. Um, you, you have any concerns about Snell bouncing back? Oh yeah, um, uh, that was a calculated risk. I like the fact that he's in San Diego. Yeah. At least I think he's in San Diego. Yeah, he um, is. Yeah. And I think he'll pitch better. I just I don't think he'll pitch horribly, and, and that was one of the keys there. And they really didn't pay a lot for him. But yeah, no, yeah, I, actually, yeah, he's he. Well, he's your most expensive starter, but yeah, it's it's not a lot. And the other thing I was going to bring up to you is uh, I, I I wasn't sure if I was going to keep this guy, and I guess I should have, is that Ed, as Eduardo Escobar, he was having a pretty good spring. And that guy, I love watching that guy hit because that's all he could do. That guy, that guy could just hit the baseball. Yeah, he was one of the guys I wanted to get last year. I didn't get him. And then I, so I watched him all year. And I, I, I you know, I, I think he's going to do better. I think he's probably in a better situation now. And uh, we'll see. I don't think he's like, there's other guys on that team that that he doesn't need to be, uh, be the stud all the time. So, of course it is the Mets, but (laughs) (laughs) who knows what's going to happen there. I think you get a 25, 75 out of him. Your only concern is that his OPS starts dropping, which I had him last, I retained him last year and, and his OPS started creeping down, you know, over the past couple of years, but he can still, he still hits the ball out of the park occasionally. And yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think he's just, he's just good. He, he can get hot sometimes too. So. And he was a utility. I mean, I have him in utility. I had already filled in my infield when I got him. So yeah. I had two utility guys to, to pick up. So for that, you know, and I had a little bit of money at the time. So uh, I thought I'd take a chance on him. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good player. All right, Jamie, what do you got? Hey, Tom. Uh, yeah, a couple things. Number one, when I look at your roster, um, knowing that you're a Phillies fan, do, do you have any concerns that the heart of your Bush League team is Braves in, in, in that it's Albies, Swanson, and Austin Riley? You're going to be they, rooting for the Braves. They're going to be tough games to watch, let me tell you. <laughs> and then I have the closer at the end, hopefully. So. Uh, oh, right, right. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you were yeah, they're, they're always are. I mean, I've had a lot of Braves. I had a lot of Braves, I believe, last year. And uh, and the year, the, the COVID year, I had a lot of Braves. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> um, I was glad to get Albies. Hopefully he'll, he'll keep on progressing. Um, I don't think I'm going to get the year out of Riley that I got last year, but we'll see. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, Swanson, I just think he's a good player. I mean, he gets good stats. 
he, yep. he gets way down the lineup now, but and I think he'll get he'd get more stats up top. But uh, now with the DH, maybe it doesn't even matter. The 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 two Brewers that I saw, um, I thought uh, were, were kind of interesting. Uh, Omar Novarez for 15 cents, which I thought was an absolute steal in the draft. And then you took a little bit of a chance, I thought, um, which I would have done too, on uh, Keston Hera, Hera at 45 cents. Yeah, the tremendous upside on on here, I think. Uh, I don't Navarez is how do you pronounce that? Navarez? Navarez. Navarez. Uh, and I. I mean, he started out really well last year and and really tailed off. Um, but he's a catcher, and I don't know that there's a whole lot. A whole lot better out there. I mean, no. there's better catchers, better hitters, but. For the price, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And 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 lastly, um, and we'll we'll talk about this after you're probably um, off the air. But it looks like your reserve team. You took a little bit of a um, your fab team um, took a little bit of a different strategy because I'm going to outline it in, in the podcast. But you normally don't go in for um, a lot of rookies, and it looks like you're probably going to hit on 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 Bryson Stott. He may make the opening day roster. Yeah, and, and and you got Hunter Green, that's going to make the opening day roster for for um, for the Reds. Yeah, I really liked what I I read about him, Green. Yeah, I didn't think he'd be there right away. I was actually hoping that they give him a little chance to uh, pitch in in, uh, in the minors, but uh, I, I just liked what I saw about him, and I liked the way you know his numbers were were, were really good. And just the way he pitched was really good. Yeah, um, and then you have Elijah Hernandez. He was sent down, but he'll be back up at some point for for the uh, Marlins. Yeah, the, uh, that was kind of a. I I think he can be really good. I know he's been struggling. I think he he's been struggling with injuries, right? And uh, and again, and he maybe he's better off going down and pitching a little while, and and then the Marlins pitching staff is always a rotating thing anyway, so we'll yeah. see. No doubt, no doubt. Any other thoughts that you had? Um, any any predictions outside of your own team? Any teams that you that you liked? You thought they had a really strong draft? I know things change over the year, but anything that you saw? Uh, well, we'll start in with Bill. Did his normal thing. Somehow it worked for him. Uh, so he's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, I thought you got back on your game after I thought you were off your game last year. No doubt. Um, uh, It it looks to me like your typical offensive um, team. You you go big in the outfield and corner. Yeah, you didn't really get the corners that maybe you wanted. Um, That's why you and I have a trade uh, somewhere in the making there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I never quite understand your pitching, but it works for you also. Um, so we'll see there. I, I was mad at you for stealing Floro from me. Mm. I was hoping to get uh, a few saves out of him before he uh, he gets replaced. Um, other than that, um, I would. Kind of, I, I don't know if disappointed is the word, 
disappointed in, in, in Bob Kirk. I thought at the end he could have done some things because he had money and he chose not to. But we'll see how that works out for him. Um, other than that, I mean, I I don't concentrate too much on what people are doing during the draft because I'm doing other things. Um, I, I thought it was interesting with Bill with the Internet while went out. I don't know if you were watching him, but he was uh, quite upset. Yeah. <laughs> at least he appeared to be. Yeah. Um, Josh told me he wasn't prepared. Hmm. And I don't know if that showed or not. But, you know, how could he ruin what he had? So we'll see. Yeah, right. Other than that, I don't know that I had any comments. Um, sometimes the kids seem lost to me when they're when they're drafting, like they don't really have a strategy. Mm. And I never could figure out what uh, the Bulls do. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he was back in that corner there with uh, him and Josh next to each other. So that was uh, it's like yeah. having Raj and I next to each other. It's not a good it's not a good pairing. I noticed this year, though, normally in a draft, I'll have, like, two teams that I seem to clash with, and I didn't notice that this year. Maybe maybe it just didn't happen. Maybe I was, you know, maybe I was more focused in on what I was trying to accomplish, but I, was, I used to get frustrated because it was the same people going after the same players, and they always seemed to have more money than I did, and I didn't noticed that this year. So that was good for me. Nice. Nice. Any anything else that you wanted to bring up? Anything else you wanted to talk about? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right. Think no so. no words of wisdom, no allegories like the uh uh squirrel being attacked by the hawk or anything like that. Um, Actually that no, I don't have anything like that. I apologize, but uh no, it's it was Pretty boring. I thought the draft went well. I thought um, everybody seemed to have a really good time. Yeah. And the setup worked, I thought. I liked the fact that we were a little more compact. There's a little more interaction as a group, whereas last year we were so far apart, you interacted with the person sitting next to you, but maybe not with the person across the room. Um, and I thought it moved along better. I, I don't know the timing, whether it was shorter or or, or not, but it seemed to move better. And uh, even if people were having fun, we could we were still actually moving the draft along. So that that yeah. worked out. I thought. I, I think your observations are exactly right. Um, Roger, did you have anything else for the Bearcats? No, it was a pleasure sitting next to you, Tom, for eight and a half hours. Um. <laughs> yeah, and I again, I apologize for. Uh, that mistake I made with you. So, Roger had me in confidence on a player, and I ended up nominating him, and I shouldn't have done that. That's, that's right. That's good it was. <laughs> remember? I do remember. I don't remember who it was, though. Yeah. He acted like he was upset, but I don't know whether he was. Or I not. wasn't. Were you I, up- no, I, I just thought it was funny. Where we had just got done talking about it, and you bring up this guy's name, and I was like, dude, what, <laughs> what were we just talking about? No, I wasn't now, upset. Now, I understand, Roger, that I'm really on the gun because I'm not planning my next pick. Yeah, I so get it. So I'm like, 
the sheet, and I see a name jump out at me, and that's the guy I pick. And <laughs> since we had to talking about it, and that's what jumped out. Yeah, the only thing – no, I, I, I just thought it was funny. The only thing I, I am – you know, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back later in the season, but I'm going to uh, hold you accountable for whatever Justin Turner does because I asked you, <laughs> hey, you think I can get another year of this guy? And you, you smugly was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Yep, you're good. <laughs> So we'll see. we'll see how that, that goes. That was on you. If you believe what I told you, then it, that's your fault, not my fault. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. why. That's why later in the draft, I was like, after looking at you, I thought I better go get Edwin Rios because I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you knew you weren't going to bid me. I wasn't bidding against you, so that was that was good. Yeah, right. Maybe I, maybe you and Bill want to bid each against each other, but yeah, it wasn't going to be. That's funny. <laughs> All right, man. We appreciate you coming on. Good luck this season, and uh, uh, we'll see you down the road. Okay. Thanks for having me. Right, Good luck to you guys, Thanks, Tom. Yep. Good luck. Yep. Bye. All right, Jamie. Yeah, he's always so good on here, <laughs> yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's a great guest. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Let's let's run through here because I know you have a hard stop today. So uh, do you want to run into some Bush League announcements? Yeah. Uh, first Fab runs. Uh, Saturday, you have to have your picks in Saturday before you go to bed. It's going to run, what, it, what does it normally run? 2 a.m. Sunday morning. So, uh, well, well, wait a second. Let, let's clarify that. When you say go to bed, that applies to all of us except for probably Sam. Since he's a college student, we don't know what time he goes to bed. So. Right. Make sure your fab picks are in before you go out. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and hey, what, what what are your thoughts about the Fab? I think it, I think there's going to be some money spent, or at least money bid. Um, I have already started to load in some of my Fab picks, so I don't lose sight of them as as things happen. And I I think as we get to to today, tomorrow, Wednesday, right before opening day, there's going to be a lot of players and a lot of position movement. Um, yeah. For, for 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 you know trades. Um, people move, moving to the uh, minors, um, people going in the IL. Yeah, it's it's going to be, it's going to it's it's going to be bigger than what I had expected. Um, not as big as it would have been had the CBA not been signed until you sure. know, late yeah. April, May. Yeah. But it's going to be good. Yeah. So um, yeah, and, and I think there's going to be some run on some pitching because the the I, I don't think these pitchers are ready to go yet. No, there always is, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and and I don't know if it's like you. But uh, I don't know if you like this, but I always put so much emphasis on getting a certain player, and then I feel that my if I don't get them, I feel like my world is shattered, and that you know I'm, I'm never going to recover from it, which is so far from the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and especially in the first fab, like how much you want to, how much you want to bid for a guy that you think you could have for three months. Yeah, you know, um, we talked about roster changes. There, it looks like they're good up until game time, first game of the season, whether it's America. I think it may even be whether it's American league or not uh, Thursday, April 7th. So don't, uh, don't yeah. procrastinate that. Just make sure it's in by before you go to work. If you don't have access or whatever, make sure it's in. I, I would agree with that. I, I would assume, I don't know what time the first game is, but I would say that you, if you do it sometime 11 o'clock in the morning, you, you should be safe, but if you wait until after that, um, you might be locked out. So don't 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 mess around with it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we we got some time. Key players uh, to the season for each team. 
Okay. All right. We'll start with the Bearcats. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with that. Let me get to uh, um, one of the things I thought uh, for the Bearcats was was that he was right that his his outfield is a little bit weak. I mean, there's a trade screaming between him and I. Um, we haven't talked about anything. We we will. Um, but I, I thought that Jake Fraley is going to be interesting. Had a has had a fairly good spring so far, stealing a lot of bases. But the acquisition of Tommy Pham makes his playing time a little bit in jeopardy. I, I think that will certainly help him if he can get Fraley to have, you know, normal at-bats. If he can get 400, 500 plate appearances this year, um, and if he get 20 steals out of him, that will be uh, that will be big. Uh, yeah. That, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I probably think uh, if Pham, they'll use a utility if Fraley can produce a little bit. You know what I mean? He's younger and, yeah. Um, but Fam does cause a problem with his at bats. I, I I I think Snell's is huge for him. I think he yeah, really, it's a good one. That's he really another needs good one. Snell yeah. to play well. Yeah, yeah, he really needs him because he talked about well, that ERA and WHIP, and and if he can keep that ERA and WHIP down for the staff, that that's a big win at a dollar seventy. He, he, here, here's the thing that that that's big for Snell is I think this change in management from Jace Tingler. To Bob Melvin, yeah. hopefully for, for Tom and for, for Blake Snell is that they'll let him go longer in, into games because his K per nine is really high. But you know, I don't know. He, I, I have to take a look. Um, I don't think he averaged much more than five innings at start, so it's hard for wins and you know trying to get those accumulating stats like like strikeouts. So, so hopefully, yeah. I mean, he pitched. He had 128 innings pitched in 28 games. Yeah, last year. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's less than five innings per start. Yeah, and he, but he wasn't pitching well either, so there was no reason to leave him in at times. Yeah. All right, let's go to me. Your thoughts? Can well, you... I mean, this is quite obvious, right? Yeah. You led you led at, this, at the cold open. I mean, it's clearly Cody Bellinger yep. um, in terms of money you spent. And, you know, it, things can fall apart quickly um, if, if he doesn't hit for you, um, literally. Um, what were your thoughts? Yeah, it's Bellinger. Yeah. Yep. I, I need him to yeah, perform. Yeah, and, and then you, you have a couple other players that we talked about uh, uh, last week. Ian Happ, if he can be the player that I think he is, I, I think that'll be a nice pickup. And uh, Satsugo um, from the Pirates, 50 cents could be a really good deal. Yeah, but I need Bellinger to, to perform. Yeah. Yep. All right, Bulls. Uh, the Bulls, let's see. I, I had you, Darvish, and I, I, I'm thinking that maybe last year was the outlier and that he'll pitch like he did when he was with the Cubs. But for for Bob's pitching, um, I, I think he really needs you, Darvish, to have a you, Darvish type of year. And again, we're, you know, this is the second one now. Um, Padres pitchers are going to be key. Yeah, uh, I initially thought... I was going to pick Logan Webb. I think he's a really good pitcher. Um, he hasn't pitched a whole year yet, but when he, you know, last year I had him, he, he's very effective. He's really effective at the back end of the season. Um, but after AJ Pollock got traded, he might need Nolan Gorman to get some at bats here. Um, Cause he, he lost an outfielder that is probably pretty decent. Um yeah, well, you know, he can also call me because I, I have outfielders aplenty. I, you know, I, t- take a look at 
at, at Bob's pitching real quick. Um, he spent, you know, a, a lot of money, I think probably the second most in, in terms of pitching. And, you know, the, if we look at, he goes, what, six starters deep, Wainwright, Darvish, Logan Webb, Carlos Rodon, Luis Castillo, and Austin Gomber. And if, if all those pitch, all those pitchers pitch like they're capable of, he's going to have a really nice staff. Although, you know, there's, there's question marks on all of them between age and, and, and health history. You know, that's, that's the problem. Pitching is fickle. Yeah, and Castillo looks like he's going to—he's not going to open the season. No, he's yeah. going to be on the IL to In start the, the season. All right, let's go to the Rebs. The Rebs, the Rebs. Um, I, you know, this is going to be a surprise for you and I, right? Um, it's going to be Christian Yelich, and he's kind of like Bellinger. I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of similar players, both former MVPs that have kind of lost their way. Um, I, I think Yelich. Uh, has a lot to prove this year. And, you know, you had mentioned before when, when you dumped him on me, which I thought was a good trade two years ago, it's it's the back issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I would go with Yelich or uh, Kershaw. Um, at some point he's going to break down. Maybe he's got another year in him, you know, of 25 really, really good starts. Um, but I think either one of those guys would be a key. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, you know, I, w- I went pretty deep um, with Kershaw in, in the bidding. Um, so I, I, I still like him. And, and, yeah, you're probably right. He's probably not the guy that's going to go seven or eight innings and get all those 30 starts. But his, his, his ratio and, and whip are still really good. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's move to the dudes. Um, I thought for the dudes, I thought the Ranger Suarez pick was, was really good. Mm. Um, obviously, I, you can't expect him to have – the same type of year that he had the last half of the year. And, you know, you guys as Phillies fans probably saw a lot of him. I, I didn't see much. And all of a sudden I'm, I'm looking at these stats and I'm like, wow, wh- where did this guy come from? And the fact that the Bulls paid, or the Bulls, right, the dudes paid a buck fifty for him, um, I guess everybody was kind of in on Ranger Suarez. Well, it's funny with Ranger Suarez. I, that's a good choice. Uh, I, I'm a, I mean, I think he could – he could be really effective three days a week for two and a half innings to get to bridge that sixth to the eighth inning because he, he is effective. But I, th- I think they're going to start him, and um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I, I, I mean, I think he's probably b- more valuable as a starter, but he was very valuable as that w- when he would come out of the pen as well when, it, when he first started. Uh, the other one I thought of was – the other one I thought of was um, for the dudes was um, Lindor. If if he could, Lindor. yeah, okay. if he could recapture what he was with the with with Cleveland. You know, he was one of the top fifteen draft choices. Uh, yeah, and I thought two eighty five was not a bad no price. No, I, I right? think we talked about it last week. I think he's got the yeah. skill set to be a three dollar player at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the Lakers. Um, Lakers. Uh, who did I have here for the Lakers? I had Harrison Bader. Um, ah, just signed yeah. a two-year extension with, with, with the Cardinals. And I, I, I don't know what kind of player he is. I don't know if he's the – I'd like to see him do it for a full season, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he has the potential to be a 15-15 um, 
think he may benefit. If I'm the Cardinals, I bat him. I bat him ninth. Okay. And almost use him at the top of the order. But I, I think this is, this is his really big year to see what kind of player he, he truly is. Okay. All right. Um, I, when I'm looking at the Lakers, initially I went to Max Fried. You know, if if he could sustain a full season of pitching effectively, consistently. You know, but I really think maybe a key is Nelly Cruz. You're probably going to get traded, but if he stays in the National League, then you get a full season out of that guy, and I think he's still productive. Yeah. Um, how much? How much did he pay? Dollar ninety-five. But I don't know. It, it, I don't know where that came up in the in the draft. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. I I, I want to say I, I thought it was uh, it was fairly. That it was fairly early, but I, I don't know if, if that's the case. All right, Hawks. Hawks, uh, obviously, it's going to be uh, Fernando Tatis. I, I thought it was interesting, Tom's analysis of, of the draft with the Hawks, because I, I thought he has a good retention team. We knew he had some injuries, um, but retaining Burns and Woodruff, which is always going to make his team strong. Um, yeah, he may have missed out on the offensive side. Um, Tom might be right about that. And and if that's the case, um, if, if Tatis doesn't come back and play really well in the last three months, that's going to be problematic for the Hawks. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that that's a good point. Uh, I, I'm going to kind of cheat on this. I'm going to take his uh, uh, Nola Morton Carrasco. If if. Those, mm. If those guys can stay healthy and pitch well, I think his pitching staff is really solid, that starting staff. Yes. But, yep. yeah, we talked last week. I'm not sure about Nola. Morton's going to stop at some point. And Carrasco, I'm not sure where he's going he's gonna to come back. But the, they're, they're skilled pitchers, and, you know, they all could win 15 games. I don't know about Carrasco, but Nolan Morton can certainly win 15 games. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to the, you, absolutely. auditors. Uh, I mean, this this is so clear, right? It's 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 Jack Flaherty. The mm. the entire uh, it, yeah, it, like you, mine stands out like a sore thumb. You know, yours is Bellinger, and the, my equivalent to that on the pitching side is Jack Flaherty. And I need him to start pitching probably by somewhere in June because he was probably priced such that I'm expecting four months. Not six months, but but four months, because things can fall apart pretty quickly on my pitching side, as Tom had also mentioned. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think uh, I think it's Flaherty as well. And Statman. Yeah, the Statman. Um, two things, right? And and, and they both revolve around uh, the city of New York. Um, Degrom first, Jacob Degrom again with with another injury. Um, Bill picked him up um, at three dollars and eighty-five cents, which there's not much of a discount at that price. So if you look at it from a value play, which Bill normally does, that's that's paying a full price. That's saying that you're expecting a full season out of Jacob Degrom, and that that might be asking a lot. Um, the other person that I thought he took a little bit of a risk on, which it, I don't think was a big risk, is Michael Conforto, and I, I don't even know what's going on with him. Yeah, we'll deal with him later in the podcast. But um, okay, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think he got real good value out of out of his um, retention, um, and and Degrom would be a key. Uh, I think Urias is is who he is. He's he's a good pitcher. Um, 
but DeGrom would kind of even out the whip and ERA for Marquis and um, and uh, Colorado and Tyron uh, Tawana Walker. Walker yeah, in the match, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they, they, sometimes they they're on the other side of four, but Degrom would help if he if we can get four months out of him. Yeah, that would that would help. I guess when you buy Degrom, you know you're losing him for a month. Whether it's in the beginning, middle, or the end, you know I don't have him for six months. I got him for five, and hopefully it won't be any less than that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to the Ducks. Um, I, I thought the interesting pickup um, at two dollars and ten cents was Hunter Renfro, mm. and what kind of player is he going to be in in, in Milwaukee? Um, uh, I'm assuming that you know, which batting average doesn't count anymore, but. I'm thinking that if Case can get, you know, a 30, 90, 30 home runs, 90 RBIs year out of Hunter Renfro, I think that's going to be a really good year and hope that he gets an OPS over 780. Um, I think it's going to be a good pickup. Selfishly, selfishly, I, I hope Renfro struggles because I have um, um, Taylor um, as the backup outfielder for the Brewers. But I, I thought Renfro was going to be one of the keys. Well, that and Paul DeYoung from St. Louis at shortstop. Um, only paid 90 cents. I, I think the Cardinals are going to give DeYoung every opportunity at shortstop, but me, that means two months' worth of run, and then after that they might reevaluate. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Azuna. If he can oh, pick up where he left off. Good one. Yeah. On the baseball field, you mean, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted right. to clarify that. That's good. And uh, – um, yeah, that that was good. It it, it 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 helps when I I critically look at at all these rosters and uh, the, yeah, there's, there's still a lot of questions. Of course, it's it's not even day one yet, so um, nope. yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, text so, talk. So here's what I would ask. Go ahead. Here's what I would yeah. ask is is I would ask all owners um, if you disagree with what we've picked for your team or that you see um, keys to other teams, text me. Text me and let me know, and we'll use it on the. The next podcast. Well, actually, if you disagree, just keep it to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right, text talk. So uh, Bill shot a text to us. Uh, He has an extra innings rule proposal, right? Yeah. Yeah, progressive. So no runner in the 10th inning, runner on first and 11th, runner on second and 12th, runner on third in the 13th. To the end of the game, I think that's what he means. Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. It is. Yeah, it is. I, that's that, that's that's it's 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 a great one. I guess Major League Baseball is going to be starting with the runner on second base in the tenth inning, and you hate it, right? Hate it, but okay, they, they don't listen to me when I email them. So. <laughs> and then Bill also said it. He. Uh, he, uh, this he, is in reference to the top, Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver, right? yeah. Bill played yeah. work softball in five decades. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I don't know if I've done. Well, I've only been alive for fifty-five years, so I don't know if I've done anything for five decades. I guess I've done this for five decades. Right. Yeah. 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 If you started, in the, if you started playing in the eighties, yeah. right? Eighties, nineties, aughts, tens, and twenties. There you go. And then I, I forget what this hanging with Mr. Cooper thing was. Uh, we were talking about we were talking about Garrett Cooper. Oh um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I said yeah, I guess he's hanging with Garrett Cooper. Yeah, just 
It was a, it was a really bad pun. There was a couple puns in, in the last episode, but I'll just not try and point them out and see if anybody picks them up because um, maybe I'm the only one that thinks they're funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, baseball news. Uh, Major League Baseball to have a humidor in every Major League Park this season. Yeah, I thought, I thought this was interesting. I, I just read an article where, you know, originally this, this started, the humidor started in, in Colorado to try and reduce the number of home runs. Um, by last year, um, 12 or 13 teams have been using the humidor, and now every major league team is going to be using it. And, and for some teams, it's going to help with home runs, and for some other teams, it's going to hurt with home runs. Who knows what's – I don't even know – how you do that with the humidor. I don't know how you decrease the humidity in that and the science behind it, but it seems like they're always tinkering with the ball, right? And I guess it's better tinkering with the ball than players taking steroids. So I, I don't know how I feel about this, and we'll, we'll soon find out. But, you know, it seems like there's a big conspiracy with Major League Baseball that's always going on. Are you allowed to have cigars next to the baseballs? <laughs> Red Orbach. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael Conforto. All right. So it, there was a report from his agent that he, he was doing drills in the winter, and he kind of dinged up his shoulder a little bit. Uh, do you think my, – my first re- gut instinct when I read this is this injury. I don't know if it's real or if it's saving face here as to why he's not well, signed. For, I- I, I haven't t- tell me a little bit more because I, I haven't heard anything. That's why I was surprised that Conforto hasn't been signed. What what happened? I, he was doing drills and he you know he dove for a ball and and tweaked his shoulder, but it didn't get into a tear or strain. It, di- it wasn't real specific. It was just that, and the, you know they're they're gonna wait till he's he's um, you know healthy or it, it was kind of a, a vague article and it was I'm not sure the validity of it, but I know what I read that is, that is, uh, agent talked to, you know, mentioned it and I'm not sure if it's real or if he's just trying to save face. I'm always going to assume when it comes to injuries that it's probably real. And that's probably the reason why he's not signed that, um, it's probably a combination, right? That some teams must be scared away by the combination of the potential injury and the length of contract that he's asking for yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I think they're a little nervous with him, even without the injury. If you're talking about like a seven year deal. Yeah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go no. seven years. But uh-uh. so, so do you think this is real, or think he's just trying to save face? I, 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 I'm not. I'm not questioning whether he got hurt. It's just why are you coming out with it now? Mm, oh, I see. I see it's the timing of it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. They either don't come out with it, or you come out with it saying, "Hey, you know, he hurt, hurt his shoulder. We're rehabbing, then we're we're gonna get back into the market." I, you know what I mean? So, yeah, who knows? Uh, big trades over the weekend, uh, or last weekend and over the weekend. Craig Kimbrell um, goes from the uh, White Sox to the Dodgers for AJ Pollock. Uh, the dudes pick up Kimbrell. That was a nice little reserve pick by him. And AJ yeah. Pollock is lost by the Bulls, and he's got to figure something out. Well, yeah, let's start with the Bulls first. Um, he, he, he does have, at least to start the season, he, he has an everyday outfielder in his, um, in his reserve, and that's being um, um, Hilliard. Um, I, I think yeah. he's going to start the year in, in center field. I, I don't know 
the Rockies never seem like a team that's going to give a player uh, a long run. I mean, they, they well, I mean, just look at them. Look at the organization. They're, they're just so up and down. So my, my sense is, is, is the Bulls probably put Hilliard in there um, as to fill that and then probably start looking for outfield help as, as backup in case he goes south pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and then Sean Maniah gets traded yesterday from the A's to the Padres and the Ducks picked Sean Maniah up late in the reserve. So he got him to start the season. It was a nice, nice little pickup. He looks like he picked him up in the eighth round. Yeah, that was really good by, by, by Casey. Um, I, I, I was, I was shocked when, when I, yeah, it was 10th round. Oh, 10th round. Okay. 10th round. Yeah. Um, I was shocked because I, I didn't know, and I'm thinking as I as I had kind of let off that I I was ready to to put a fairly big bid in um, in Fab this coming Saturday, and when I was going through looking at everybody's Fab picks, I'm like, oh darn it, Casey already has him. So that's that's probably nice. That well, it is nice, and and, and I'm guessing that's a nice pickup to slot him in to the Trevor Bowers. Spots and put Bauer down in you know on, on his reserve team and that's a, that's a nice pickup there that really helps him. Agreed. All right, um, we have a shortened version this week. Uh, what are you going to walk off with? Um, well, let me do a little quick correction. If anybody listens oh, to the yeah, podcast, yeah, real yeah. quick, yeah, that's okay. Um, last week, I think I called uh, Cabrian Hayes. I think I said shortstop, and obviously I meant third base, but I apologize. For, for that, but um, in terms of walking off, Chief, um, I, I'm already starting to feel my anxiety build in terms of fab. Um, this is going to be a big fab period. Um, don't want to miss out on players, but also the fact that it's the first one of the season and you only get $100 to spend. I don't know how that's best spent. And in, on my fab team, I, I, I've got holes because I, I thought I tried to cover some positions, and I've got a couple of, of, of weaknesses at shortstop and third base that I don't think I have covered, and I'm, I'm probably going to need to do some trade or look in fab, and it, it already has me it already has me worried, and um, I hate it. I hate it because uh, I'll go in and put fab picks in early in the week just so they're there, and I usually end up ch- changing them Thursday or Friday, and I change it again on Saturday before it runs, and then I have to wake up early Sunday morning to see who got hurt, uh, who got who. And then I lament the fact that I didn't get somebody or I worry that I got the wrong player. So it's, it's a mess and I'm a mess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How's that to sum things up? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm walking off with where, to, where the hell spring? Because I, I, it was nice on Saturday, but it's been in the forties windy. I, I, I'm getting tired of the cold weather, man. Like I, I just needed to normalize here. It's it, it, in the mid fifties and work our way to the mid sixties. I can't stand the, uh, it, you know, it's 70 degrees on Thursday and then Friday it's freezing cold out. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's really been crazy. And, and I look back to last year cause it's, it's hard to remember. It was much warmer this time last year, much warmer. Yeah. And I, and I had the, I, Saturday I did mulch because it was nice out and then, but it was sitting in my driveway for a week because it was freaking freezing. Yeah, yeah. That, wow, you, you're at it early. Good for you. Um, yeah. I'm going to wait a little bit longer. I don't like doing it when it's hot. No? Yeah, I don't like doing it when it's cold either. I don't know when I like doing it. Well, 
well, uh, right now is probably the good time in the 50s because you're moving around. And a little bit of cloud cover, if it gets into the 60s or 70s, is really good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, baseball starts on Thursday. Yay, yay. Everybody get your picks in. Um, next week we have um, the dudes. Uh, Josh is going to be on the podcast. And um, just a, a quick shout-out. Um, I think Bob Freeze is also going to join me today. We have our NFBC draft, so we'll see how that goes. And just throughout the season we'll let you know what we're doing there. But, um, yeah, it should be good. Um, good luck to everybody this this season, and we'll have some stats to report next Monday. You got it. Talk to you then. See you, Chief. Thank <laughs> you.